Hello. Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, bromanciest, engagingest, grocery shoppingest recap podcast of The Bachelor ever. Ever. <laughs> and uh, we have reached the dramatic finale that 100% did not need to be three hours long. Oh it could have been an God. hour. It could have definitely been an hour. I was like, why are, why are you doing this to I'll us? I'll one-up you on this one. Could have been about 30 minutes. And again, I, yeah, this yeah. is entirely my fault. I shouldn't have said you did it. Bachelor in Paradise is the breezy, easy, you know, it's no big three-hour episode. This is horrible. This is some real like main storyline bachelor shit when you pull this. This is just impossibly long for no reason. Now, do we get a week off or we're just diving right back into it? We get two weeks off. Oh, we believe do? it or not. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's a relief. Um, yeah. I was like, it would be really nice if we could just get at least one week off so that, I don't know, my grades don't suffer. <laughs> yeah, it'd probably be good. I mean, you know, it's like I'm watching the men work out on the beach and I'm like, what muscle is that that's flexing right now? (laughs) (laughs) Anatomy class is destroying my brain. Um, It was weird. I went to the dentist this week and I've got a lot of jaw problems and because I do too many things. And (laughs) so it's all manifesting in my jaw and I get to the dentist and I, I have a new dentist. She's super nice. And she was like, see that scalloped edge on your tongue? That's because you're like clenching so tight. Those are impressions from your teeth. And oh, I was Lord. like, oh, fuck. And um, and she goes, yeah, so I think a mouth guard would be good. But we were talking about like, I said, well, I, I'm working with somebody who told me that I've got to work on my pterygoids. And she's like, yeah, it would be that and your masseter. And I was like, I know these things now because I just studied the muscular system. And Maybe my grade wasn't the best, but I did remember all the muscles of mastication. Anyway, so speaking of uh, mastication, let's talk about um, The Bachelor of Paradise. I was, I was like, I don't have, Joe isn't my first person. Yeah. And I feel We're like really he's gonna like- really going to chew the, the fat on this episode. He's like the food boy, <laughs> you know, of the show. And I'm like, uh, that's, it didn't work out. I, I was explaining to Tuck, I was like, Joe is my favorite person to like ever be on The Bachelor. I mean, Aaron's my- like season favorite, but mm-hmm. Joe's my like eternal favorite because yeah. he is just so aggressively normal. And I said, and we speak the same love language, which is food. And he's just like, would it kill you to like make, get me some bacon in the morning? I mean, it'll just be nice. <laughs> just, like, I just like to wake up to a plate of bacon. I'm doing a lot for you. I just want some bacon. And I'm like, I understand that. And that's me. So Joe makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Joe makes 100% perfect sense to me. He's just a very normal person. Um, but anyway, so we start the season. Okay. First, mm, do I want to spoil right away? Well, whatever. If you haven't seen the finale, why are you listening to this? Yeah. What do you (laughs) go, go away, turn, turn this off, come back. Welcome back. Okay. So I was so excited about the breakups. I was like, this is exactly what I wanted. And unfortunately, my thrill was only like, you know, three hours or less long. So, but anyway, (laughs) unfortunately, um, we see, we, we come back in the finale to Noah 
and Abigail breaking up. And Mari asks the important question, which is, why did he wait till the end of Paradise? And it's because he's trash and he just wanted more beach time and whatever. And he breaks up with Abigail at prom, which is just like so sucky. And it should have stayed that way. (laughs) I just don't understand, like, even if he was struggling with this and let's let's say that his I love you wasn't some desperate attempt at salvaging a a shitty relationship uh because we've all been watching this this has not been a there's there's been no chemistry at all this entire time at least on camera that we've seen Uh, yeah i i haven't seen any i haven't seen a drop of it so uh, let's say that this doomed relationship had any hope wouldn't you instead of breaking up with her at prom like a complete dingus why would you not just sit her down after prom, but like like everybody else here that's trying to figure their shit out before you have to propose or not propose and just say, hey, where are we at? What do you want to do? Let's figure this out because this is like serious shit. And I mean- <laughs> then you can kind of come clean about it. But like, it's just the timing and the way he did it and everything is like, what the fuck are you doing? I just think you're giving him a lot more credit than he deserves. Well, no, no. I'm just saying, you know, in an ideal world where it's not a trash man going through these motions. Right. That's what I was saying. He's, he, but he is a trash man. And he doesn't... Like, I mean, even at the beginning, like on their first date, it felt mismatched. When she's like, mm-hmm. I want to take th- things slow... And, and he was, he basically said everything except for like, well, that's going to give me blue balls. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was just yeah. gross. It just felt weird. Like, he kept trying to push things that she was clearly not ready for. Mm-hmm. And that, and and it's just like when, when men like that are contrasted with some of the men who are just on the best season of men ever, it just makes him look extra gross. And uh, I just... I I get such an icky feeling from him all the time. It started on the first date. It just continued. And it was like very nitpicky, I think, to be like, oh, well, you didn't say this in the exact way that I wanted. To me, that just sounds like you're trying to get out of it and coming up with any reason to get out of it that you can, which is why I don't really get why they started dating again. Yeah, and I that have I many more questions about that. I yeah, I'd, I'd like to hear some sort of after the fact interview about how they reconnected and stuff, and it it, it doesn't make any sense to me. And yes. I think he, you know, even before he broke up, he clearly knew this the entire like. There's no way in her head she's moving slowly. In his head, he's like, this isn't working. So basically, his his brain was telling him one thing, and his weird uh like deaf girl fetish was saying something else like that's that's pretty much it for him right like yeah. that's the only thing he, yeah the, the whole way that they like got together in the first place was weird it, it, there's nothing enjoyable about watching them on screen it's just this like strange joyless coupling like two people stranded on a desert island yeah it's yeah it's just so odd and it makes it even worse because she's just one of the sweetest people to ever be on the show and you're like and I just feel like he kind of dulled her sparkle. You know what I mean? Like, um, you look at, I feel like to contrast, I feel like we got to know Serena so much 
better on this show. And also like, she was always like very sweet, but I feel like her personality came out more when she's with somebody who brought that out in her and they were being like goofy and fun and, you know, and also like with their age difference, she still wasn't like backing down from the things, you know, like when Joe gave her shit, she could throw it back and whatever. Like it was just, it was a nice dynamic to watch. They're, they're pleasant to watch spend time together. Like I enjoyed it at least. And, um, it's just that, yeah, you don't get that feeling at all from them. And it's just, it's like awkward and uncomfortable. And I don't want to watch, I didn't even want to watch the breakup, even though I was enjoying it. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) this is just not fun. They're just, ugh. it's, I don't know. It was, it was sad, bad ending to prom. Um, and I feel bad. I don't remember them mentioning that Natasha was sick. Did I miss that? I probably missed it. Yeah, I didn't know she was sick either. I think I must have missed it too. That was weird. Well, we've said that before and then it just like actually hasn't been in the episode and producers are just trying to fool you and they're like, no, we totally mentioned it last time. And you're like, "Mm, I don't remember that. Anyway, but yeah, I guess it may. there were so many other things going on at prom that I wasn't like paying attention to if somebody not there, you know. But that was interesting because then she's like, well, hopefully – I can try to make some inroads with Ed during, you know, this this cocktail party time. And then Wells comes out in a beautiful pink shirt. Oh, I really liked that shirt. Looking great. Yeah, looking like a million bucks. And he was like, hey, everyone, I'm canceling the cocktail party. <laughs> um, shocker. And so then this was actually, because usually by this point, nothing surprising happens. So... It was kind of fun that <laughs> that this was actually quite interesting where Aaron picks Tia and uh, Ed picks McKenna mm. and James knows Anna's name. Those yeah. were all the surprises that happened. That's, that's the biggest, the biggest twist. <laughs> yeah. But I felt so bad for Chelsea and Natasha. The injustice, the utter injustice. They both mm-hmm. deserved better. But at least it happened at the very end. Yeah, and it's it's you so know? funny too because I mean, what's what's the result of all this? It's like okay, so Natasha, Chelsea, they don't get picked by their respective dudes, but then also those dudes just end up going back home with each other and becoming <laughs> roommates, which I love. But also, it's like why even do the thing? I I don't I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, let we'll get there in a second. But first, I just want to make sure that we mentioned that on the next day, this is like when everyone's supposed to be making last minute decisions. So Chelsea and Natasha are gone. And, and the gold standard that we're supposed to abide by, because apparently Jade and Tanner were busy, uh, is <laughs> Dean and Kaylin. What? They were just happened to be nearby in their van. And so yeah, they're like, drove well, down to Mexico for the weekend. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if that's <laughs> um I can't stand these van life people. No more. Uh, well, anyway, um, not gonna get into that. But <laughs> this this part was really weird. When Dean said, I don't know if you noticed this, this is a moment I picked up on. When Dean said, We're more in love than we ever were before Kaylin was looking at him like don't fuck this up for me (laughs) (laughs) like she was just like don't say anything you know like foolish just please keep it together for the show 
my parents are embarrassed all the time. Please. Yeah. <laughs> you you look disgusting. She lives in a car with you. We've all met your dad, okay? Like we know we what that's about. We all hate your dad. Uh, Dean, your life could have turned out so different. Uh, it's fine. Anyway, so so that was kind of that's kind of interesting. They're like, all right, now it's crunch time and here and Dean didn't admit again like oh yeah I disavowed my Zelda tattoo so he's still dead to me anyway so Mari is like despite all the shakiness with Kenny she's still like yeah like if he proposed I'd say yeah and I'm like okay and here was a very smart moment from Becca and I was very excited about it again disappointed later, excited now. But when she said, I need more humanity from Thomas, I was like, that's you seeing him. Yeah. So why don't you keep doing that, please? Yeah. Well, and that's what I was thinking too. When she's having that conversation, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's finally like seeing him for the first time. And and, and the trick is Becca, you don't need more humanity from him because there's none there. Yeah, he's like a weird <laughs> robot person. Yeah, we don't uh, like him. Weird clout chasing influencer bot. And yeah, she, and she's like, well, I don't think you're, you know, I don't think you feel for me the way that I need you to, you know? And he's like, I'm falling in love with you. And she goes, I haven't seen any of that. And I'm like, keep saying that shit. But then- Oh my God, I haven't seen Faker crying. My God. <laughs> like he was like, all right, crack my voice a little bit. And uh, uh, and that's like, no tears were coming out. It's like he w- ran to the ocean. He's like, oh, maybe if I splash it on my face, it'll look like I've been crying. It was so weird. It was yeah, so I weird. Like and he it. was just like, I can't believe you. <laughs> love you and it's like you're buying this and he runs away and then she has to run after him and i'm like fuck this asshole seriously Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i was so excited at this moment but it's up and oh yeah apparently it's not long lived anyway so there's another breakup that happens and then they get back together afterwards for some nonsensical reason and (laughs) they're so in love oh my god (laughs) becca stop she needs to get like a professional matchmaker and they need to give her one person she needs to be on married at first sight that's what she needs yep that would be a smart show for her because when she's left to her own devices it's just not good (laughs) no we need someone to plan this for yeah um okay so then we get to mckenna and ed (laughs) So Ed picks McKenna thinking he's got a chance. And and like the the weird thing is it while I didn't necessarily see it long term with him and Natasha, I felt like the two of them definitely had a better dynamic than what he had with McKenna. Yeah. So it's just really odd that he picked her in the first place, just kind of a bad decision. <gasps> and then her reaction to him being like, let's do this, is just like, no. No, no, not I don't really think interested. So. And he's ah. like, but what about like we had a spark? Didn't you feel the spark? You can't waste a spark. And she's like, uh, uh, I can. Not, and I'm not too sparky. I'm oh, gonna, that's I'm my d- Kenna right there. Don't really Love feel it. a spark. No. Oh. But it was funny because she clearly dumped him. 
And then he was like, well, anyway, I think we should give it. And I'm like, did you not hear anything (laughs) she just said? It's so good. So it was good. so awkward. Um, Kenna, you're the queen. We love you. At least so, I do. Yeah, he's dumped. Um, <laughs> so that was that was kind of fun. So she got to spend a couple days on the beach and nothing really going for her. And that's too bad. Uh, and then I wrote, oh, yeah, uh, Anna leaves unhappy and it couldn't happen to a more deserving person. So the best thing was like. James goes to Anna and he's like, yeah, I'm just like really not feeling it. And then Aaron's like, hey, I'll be right back. And he's like, so, hey, uh, I got to go. I got to go be with my boy, James. (laughs) (laughs) And he just like climbs on his shoulders and they run off into the sunset to San Diego to be best friends and roommates. And I love it. I love it. Yeah, I I like Tia a lot. I think she's great. Me too. Yeah. But just like this. It was the most comical dump I have ever seen him. Like he, he's like, "Hey, come here!" And he just drags her like two feet away from where she was sitting. He's just like, "So I'm gonna leave." And she's like, "Wait, what?" And he's like, "Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go be with my boy." Yeah, she, she's just like completely confused. And she's like, "Man, what the fuck? Fuck this place!" <laughs> yeah, but I, I think it's funny because I don't even think she was that mad. You know, no, like she was no. just like. Aaron, you know, or whatever. And I love that they were both like, you know, we came for romance, but we left with the bromance and that. And that's like the theme of their whole season, Mm -hmm. which is what makes it so good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I don't know if you've watched, you know, a a lot of their Instagram content, but it is quite good. They're very sweet together. And and, so let me tell you something. I think that their their friendship is going to last a lot longer than most of these marriages we're seeing here. One hundred percent. And that's why it's like Aaron actually made like the best choice on the beach. So good for him. Still the fave. And like he said something. Oh, I I should mention this. I watched all the apology videos. Um, I do feel for Chelsea. I think it was shitty. Um, I also don't think Aaron was ever really that serious with anyone. So I have a hard time holding things against him the way I would hold things against like Brendan. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of a different, he had a different dynamic with people. Um, but I, I feel for Chelsea, I think, but she's actually turned it into like TikTok comedy and it's been very good. Uh, so she's obviously taking it in a stride. She's going to be fine. She's a model. She's going to yeah, be fine. She, exactly. She's yeah. completely fine. And on top of that, I, like you said too, I don't really think that her and Aaron had a super serious no. relationship. I mean, she was making out with someone uh, the week prior. So it's like, whatever. And when she's like, it's different. I'm like, yeah, it's different, but only by a little. And I, and I'm not <laughs> angry with either of you. I just yeah, think it was yeah. just kind of messy, but it wasn't like egregious i don't know um so so i did watch that and i and aaron's apology was basically like you know almost like well if we're gonna invoke tiktok again almost like i was in a silly goofy mood um but (laughs) (laughs) he was just kind of like uh listen i'm kind of like you know not always i don't always make the best decisions and i'm learning and i'm growing and i did some cringy stuff that i'm not that happy about but I always try to be better every day. And I thank you all for following me along with that and also calling me on my shit. And I appreciate that. And it was like, it was, you know, I think it was um, appropriate for the level of offense. Like it was, you know, it was, mm-hmm. it, it was at the appropriate level for what he did. Um, 
So I was I was personally fine with it, but I can't accept all of it. That's Chelsea's job. But uh, so I watched that, and then I watched Brendan's apology, and the coward, the absolute fucking coward, has limited comments on his Instagram. Coward. <laughs> yep, that's that's the coward's move. Yeah, when it's, you know you it's fucked just up. So weak, and actually, to Piper's credit, I well at least last time I checked which was last week, she hadn't limited her comments. Mm. Interesting. So, yeah. I think that's better than what Brandon has going on. But his apology, ugh, it was like seven minutes long. Like, Aaron's apology was like 30 seconds. He's like, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Aaron. You know, whatever the fuck. <laughs> but Brandon's is like in his car and he's like, hi, hi, everyone. Uh, I just wanted to say... I'm really sorry for the way I acted. Please let me get sponsorship deals again. I just really want to talk about poop tea right now. And instead I have to talk about my relationship with Piper. And I think the only reason he apologized to begin with is because he and Piper ended up not working out. And now he's like really trying to save his ass, Mm -hmm. which is just really super weak. Um, but, (laughs) But yeah, so he, he, kind of was like he was like well this is why i said natasha had nothing going for her because she had nothing going for her anyway and i was like that's shitty um yeah it just it didn't make him look good but he has the comments limited in such a way that all the all the comments are like we're here for you bro and i'm like okay these five people are here for you great um so anyway i just i know i said i was gonna I was going to report back after watching the apologies. And that's how I feel about that stuff. Um, So, yeah. So all of, so everybody kind of like leaves except for the three couples that I said would end up together. That's right. Good prediction. Good prediction. And (laughs) that's Riley and Marissa, Joe and Serena, and Kenny and Mari. And, um, (laughs) I yelled at the TV when Riley faked Marissa out. I yelled at the TV. I was so mad. <laughs> I was so fucking mad. I was like, stop doing that. That is not cool. Not, not the time. Not, not nice. the time. Yeah. I was like, I I want to give his arm a little punch for you, Marissa. That wasn't nice. Um, oh, God. He really did scare the shit out of me for a second because like he is kind of guarded. And I was like, no, he can't be going backwards. We've gone so far. And I was so upset. But anyway. Uh, Luckily, he was like, yeah, let's do this fantasy suite thing. And, um, oh, yeah, Joe called this the Last Supper <laughs> because everything's about food with you, Joe. Um, and uh, I don't know, fantasy suite, blah, blah, blah. There's not a lot that happens, really. No, it's it, and I always think fantasy suites are strange in, in <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise because it's like sex is just something you can just do whenever like it's not a a big deal it's not this forbidden thing that you have to wait x amount of weeks to to do it's like you can go to the boom boom room anytime you want so what we get for fantasy suites is it's just like let's talk about our emotional honesty which good for you but that make doesn't make for good tv yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, the whole thing's just kind of odd. Well, and I mean, I know that for, for Bachelor in Paradise generally, there's like, there's only one room where they have privacy and people do fight over it and they don't like air all of that, obviously, because <laughs> this isn't the Jersey Shore. Um, 
but they still it, isn't that where the name Boom Boom Room came from? I never really watched Jersey Shore, but I'm pretty sure that's where it came from. Yeah. Um, it's like and and everybody says it like without it being a joke. Like they say it earnestly and it makes me uncomfortable. Anyway, I'm not a Puritan. I just think it's like a weird it's just like a weird way to talk about it, I think. The boom boom room. Anyway. I just gotta roll off the tongue nicely, though. You it have does. To admit. It does. Well, yeah. I mean, they're just like they're. Well, we all grew up with that book, Chicka Chicka Boom Boom. So maybe that's. There you go. Uh, maybe that's where that came from. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so I don't have a whole hell of a lot to talk about for the end, except that I had a. Few, I was like, I'm almost positive that Marissa and Riley and Joe and Serena are going to be engaged. And I was kind of 50, 50 with Kenny and Mari. Like I wasn't sure if he was going to propose, but I thought he was going to be like, Oh, let's give it a shot. You know? Mm -hmm. And so I was actually kind of surprised when he proposed to Mari, especially because things were kind of back and forth for a little bit. You know, there has been that hesitation. I guess what I'm trying to say is if I were to hazard a guess on which of these three couples isn't going to make it very long, I would say the two of them are probably not going to make it that long or they might be like on again, off again. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't see Kenny and Mari. They, they just don't seem as strong to me as the other two couples. Right. Uh, although I do wonder, what do you think the chances are of Serena and grocery store Joe going on their honeymoon and just out of the bushes, Kendall pops up. She's like, hey, it's me. Funny to see you here. Ha! Oh, God. Kendall. I just want you to know that I'm totally over you now. And I'm really happy for you. Ha! I think she needs like an additional hobby on top of her taxidermy. Because I, I it's not so, keeping yeah. her busy enough. Someone go send her some some mice she can put in poses, please. Because she needs it. <laughs> Um, give uh, that girl a mouse. <laughs> she needs it. And I love Kendall. But. Oh, my God. Like, it's not the best look, right? I'm sure producers encourage her to do it, though. But I would have been like, no. (laughs) Even if they were like, we'll give you $10,000, I'd be like, my dignity is worth more than that. I'm not going to do it. So it was just kind of odd that she did that. But anyway, um, yeah, I just... I I would I would hope that they're still that they stay together. Of course, I want it to work. Out. The only reason I would say that it might work out well is because, again, like you know, being someone who's in like an age difference couple, you know, and just about the same age difference as Kenny and Mari, because I think they're fourteen years apart. We're fifteen yep. years apart. Um, I do think that they are pretty much on the same level in terms of like where they're at, like um, emotionally, like their emotional maturity is similar. I don't think of them as having an age difference when they interact with each other. I do agree with that. Yeah. He doesn't seem like a 40 year old, Uh, not necessarily in a bad way, but, and she also seems like she's more mature than 25, 26, whatever. 26 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I totally, I totally like agree with that. So That I think they have going for them and because, and I do appreciate what Kenny said. And I think this was like right before he proposed where he said like, or when they were talking before that, but when he said like, you changed the entire course of my life. And I thought I felt this way about things and, and now I want different things. And 
and now I realize it came down to the right person. Like that's some big stuff to say. Yeah. So of course I would like all the couples to work out because that's nice, but I don't know if that will happen. Um, but yeah, so that, <laughs> so that is, um, that's one couple. Oh, also I wanted to mention <laughs> that Dean and Kaylin look like they want to welcome us into their cult. Did you not get that feeling? I, I don't like them. <laughs> Like they were wearing all white and they had like a face like join us. And I'm like, it wouldn't be surprising if Dean started a cult. I would yeah, not be, be surprised. I would be like, yeah, of course he did. And mm-hmm. like it'd be a really Andrew- douchey, lame cult too, just for the record. It wouldn't even be a cool one. Well, I was just about to invoke Andrew Keegan's name. <laughs> Andrew Keegan. He started a cult. Really? The yeah. now and then guy? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Was he now and then? What was he in? No, he wasn't. No, Devin Sawa was in now and then. I'm sorry, I'm getting my I mean, heart. Devin Sawa, I loved. That was always. I was always team Devin Sawa. No, okay. Andrew Keegan was in. Um, well, he was in like a couple episodes of Sabrina, which is what I always remember him from because I watch it the most. Um, but he was in Ten Things I Hate About You. Um, Camp Nowhere. Camp Nowhere. Uh, there we he go. was in. He was in Seventh Heaven. A little bit, and I think party of five. I'm looking. Um, I yeah. feel like he's one of those guys where, not to say they didn't have a successful career, obviously he did, but like his teen superstardom as like a teen heartthrob was it, it completely eclipsed his actual career achievements. Like he yes. was, he was way more famous for being someone that teen girls was was in, they were in love with than he was for actually like doing shit. Yeah, right. And I mean, to defend Devin Sawa, Devin Sawa is clearly the superior actor to Andrew Keegan. Yeah, I'm sorry, Mr. Sawa, that I confused you. Neither one of them is like a Jonathan Taylor Thomas, but Jonathan Taylor Thomas kind of like fell off the face of the earth, too, which is kind of odd. He rocks now. now He's like, he's. Is he? Does he? I mean, I don't know. There's just every once in a while, a picture will show up of him and he's wearing like baggy jeans and vaping. So good for him. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, I just will always be a fan of Devin Sawa because of Idle Hands. <laughs> That's all you need. I mean, really, Idle Hands. For him, is it was great. a career killer. For you, it was his apex. Listen, he did Final Destination after that. So Final Destination is so good. Oh I my mean, god! That's what I'm saying. Like, and he wait. When did um? Now I'm now I'm looking at his. Uh, <laughs> he's done a lot of shit since then. So it wasn't a career. Let me tell killer. you about Devin Sawa's career, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I was trying to remember, uh, cause, oh God, what else? Because he, well, and he did Stan, you know, that was kind of cool. Um, <laughs> he did SLC Punk 2. <laughs> oh God. Why does that exist? I have no idea. Uh, He's the still doing. The of a shitty Gen X movie just coming back for that yeah. nostalgia bump. Woof. But he's still doing stuff. It's just not very good stuff necessarily. Although he did some TV series that I've never heard of um, called Nikita. Um, anyway, no, I just will always love him. But he didn't start a cult. Uh, though. <laughs> um, he was also in the first SLC punk. Anyway, um, but but yeah, so Andrew Keegan, um, real quick for anyone who's interested, uh, maybe, you know, if we ever get a Patreon, I'll do bonus episodes about cults because uh, I would actually love that. Uh, anyway, 
so he founded, uh, someone had told me that it was like a kombucha cult. Uh, that was like something oh, that I had heard before. Bit of the booch, huh? Yeah, I don't really know. I mean, it makes sense that those things, you know, come together. Um, oh gosh, this is just an interview where they talk about a cult classic. That is not what. I, no, it was a legit cult uh, called. Oh shit! Um, now it's I, see. I I never I he never struck me as a uh, as a kombucha guy. Full Usually, circle. I associate kombucha guys with like. You know, they they live with like six other people, but you're not sure who lives in the house and who doesn't. They kind of look like the singer accounting crows. And then they've got their like their their mold bubbling on the stovetop to make their kombucha. Okay. For him, so, I just don't see it. Well, I'm sorry to break it to you, but uh so according to Wikipedia, which is probably the lighter version of what I'm saying to you right now, uh in twenty fourteen, Keegan founded Full Circle called Full Circle, a community spiritual center based in Venice, Los Angeles. Vice characterized the organization as a new religion, while other outlets called it a cult. <laughs> in an interview, Keegan described the group as a non-denominational spiritual community center where people of all beliefs and backgrounds come together to meditate, practice yoga, and engage artistically. Uh, new York Magazine reported in March 2015 that the actual theology of the group is tough to pin down, but it seems to loosely follow Hinduism or at least Russell Brand's Sanskrit tattoo version of it. Oof. In May 2015, the Full Circle Temple was raided by California Department of Alcoholic Beverage Control Officers. The raid was apparently related to Full Circle's distribution of kombucha, a fermented beverage made from sweet black tea. Illegal booch hooch? Yes. A spokesman for the temple stated that they were unaware that they needed a license to distribute kombucha. The organization closed in June 2017. Oh, so he doesn't have his call anymore. Anyway. Yeah. So... Yeah, Andrew Keegan started a cult and <laughs> and and Dean took it. So Andrew Keegan closed it in 2017 and Dean started it uh, his up in 2018. That's what happened. So Fun. anyway, um Kenny and Mari. Now Marissa and Riley. These were like the obvious ones to me. Yeah. It was like Marissa and Riley, like if they don't get engaged, love is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you don't you don't slurp whipped cream off of someone's toes in public and not get engaged to him two weeks later. That's a rule. You got to do it. Yeah, you you got to do it. So um, I yeah, I love them together. They just make so much sense. Like they both want a basketball team worth of children. They have a great dynamic. Their date you know, when Lance Bass was like, eat these weird foods. And they were like, beef tongue is delicious. We'll live on in my memory as one of my favorite dates that I've ever seen. Oh, any and how bachelor funny program. was it that she dated Connor for several weeks? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I like blocked that out of my memory because it made no sense. Um, yeah. And, and Riley is like, yeah, they're just, they're, they just seem meant for each other. I really hope it works out with them in the long run because yeah, they just really suit each other well. I just feel mm-hmm. like they complement each other perfectly. So it's very sweet. And um, yeah, and then I was like, well, and now nothing will go wrong with, you know, Joe and Serena. And then, yeah, of course, Kendall shows up and I'm like, I feel strange about this. Um, but yeah, I think the two of them make a lot of sense too. And 
And I also see Serena as being kind of like a more like flexible, easygoing person. I have a feeling they'll probably live in Chicago. That just yeah. seems to make sense with them. Well, I feel like she's down with that. She's probably, yeah, she's probably fine with it. Although if Joe could pry himself away from the Windy City, I feel like Canada would, would treat you pretty well, Joe. So maybe reconsider or figure out a way to do a little dual citizenship, maybe, huh? I mean, just, he, just options. You got options. He's like such a food guy. And Toronto is one of the best food cities in the world. So mm-hmm, at yeah. the very Toronto's least. amazing. Vancouver's amazing. Come on. Montreal. The, yeah. I mean, at the very least, he could do like a whole like, here's my series. I'm just going down King Street. And here's all the stuff I'm eating, you know. And Look like, at all this poutine. You know, they put gravy on French fries here. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> so many, so many options for you, Joe. Also, free health care, man. Being an yeah. online influencer and a former grocery store man and a podcast guest, you don't get bennies with that. So it's, consider yeah. the health care. It's interesting, though, because I don't know. Well, you know, they have like those little like postscript things, you know, and it said something about like Serena's excited to be a grocer's wife. And I was like, you know, is Joe going to start a series like a line of grocery stores? Because I think, you know, these bachelor influencers, they play so small sometimes, you Mm -hmm. know, you, you get people like like I think, you know, Wells already had like a, you know, a entertainment career before coming on the show. It made sense for him to expand the way he did. Um, You know, Rachel Lindsay has really taken things and run with it. I mean, I feel like every time I hear her talk, she's got like a different show that she's working on. It's really incredible, you know, and she had time to write a book and all of that. Like, I don't, she makes me feel like I've got nothing going on ever. And, um, But for most people, it's like they write a book, maybe they do a jelly box, you know, they have a blog like, you know, Kayla or somebody, and that's kind of it. And why not think bigger? Like I could see, but I mean, what would he call it? Because it's like Trader Joe's, you know, grocery store Joe is so close to Trader Joe. Do you think you would call it like Amabile's or like grocery store <laughs> Joe or gym clothes Joe's? Uh, what what do you think he would call his grocery empire? Because I could see him going back to that and doing that. Yeah, I don't know. I, it seems like I, I think the the obvious transition would be Trader Joe's hires him as a spokesman. That he's he becomes the titular Joe. Hmm. Um, I I don't know what he would call his own his own place. I'm, I'm not sure. I like the idea of the grocer's wife because it sounds like some weird, like, like trad Catholic, like Christian channel reality show about a small time grocer and his family. Um, Well, there is a film called The Grocer's Wife. Are you serious? (laughs) That came out in 1991. Oh, what a year. Mrs. Friendly, The Grocer's Wife tries to seduce Tim Midley, who lives with his bossy mother and works monitoring the pollution from a large smokestack. What? (laughs) One night, his mother is taken to a hospital after being overcome by the pollution, and Tim invites a stripper, whoa, Anita New Love, (laughs) to stay in his house until the weekly train departs. Anita refuses to leave and takes his mother's place after she dies. What? That's... 
There so you go. So I don't know if you want to call your store the grocers. <laughs> no, be associated a with a movie with that. like that. My goodness. Um, it's, uh, well, I don't know. It's written, well, I think it might be French or French Canadian. Not sure. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, French Canadian. Um, the grocer's wife. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, well, maybe they could call it that. I, I have a feeling they could surpass this in SEO pretty quickly because it's not very well known and it's not rated very well. So, yeah, you know, I, 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 I've never heard of it before in my life. So I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if it's really worth seeking out there, but you never know. Well, I mean, it got like a 5.1 on IMDb, which basically means it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a couple of people were nice about it. Um, Sundays with Joe. Com. I just want to see. I mean, he because I just feel like this is why I think it would just he would just call it like Joe's because he's so simple. Yeah, he's just like the most simple dude, and he would just be like, "Well, I know they got Trader Joe's, but this is just Joe's." You I know? don't trade anything. I just you could buy it. <laughs> I just it's sell okay. it. I don't. I don't understand bartering. Just seems like a waste of time. You know, just people keep it. telling me about the barter system. I don't. I don't like it. Is it the swap meet? Come on. I got a you got a couple bucks you can get my sauce okay that's what we gotta do uh anyway <laughs> oh my gosh um yeah I still I think we should probably get his sauce and try it yeah we definitely need to get some Joe sauce yeah <laughs> I don't even care that it'll probably make me not feel good because I'm I don't really eat garlic or onion anymore. I would still, I would try it for Joe. Yeah. Food sensitivities be damned. <laughs> I got to try it. Um, actually, you know what? Oh, wow. I'm like looking at his, um, the garlic is pretty far down the list. I, that might not make me feel too lousy. So maybe I'll try his sweet marinara. Oh, love it. We're going <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna to have a big old pasta boil here. And I'll eat the some Joe sauce. And I think that's actually cheddar. what I'm going to make for dinner tonight is pasta. So this is like a good precursor. Are, but yeah. Where, where do we buy this? Can we buy it online or do yeah, we have you to, can, Okay. You can buy it online if you go to sundayswithjoe.com. All right. Uh, we're going to, yeah, we're going to do some a pasta tasting in the near future. <laughs> Another reason why we need a Patreon so people can <laughs> pay us for pasta reviews yes, related to the Yes, please pay us to review pastas. Um, what did he say? Oh my God. This is Joe's post. <laughs> this is why he's the best. His tweet was, I'm glad I saved the jeans till the end. Hashtag bachelor in paradise. <laughs> and then here's his, here are his other tweets. Aaron and James are a match made in heaven. Hashtag bachelor in paradise. <laughs> Ed's the best. Hashtag bachelor in paradise. <laughs> The fact that I don't have a sandal and sock deal now is baffling. Hashtag Bachelor in Paradise. Oh my God. Prom looks like it just turned into a Tim Burton movie. Hashtag Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Okay, one more, one more. This is from October 1st. The heart swirl thing on top of the latte always impresses me. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. <laughs> so normal he's so aggressively normal i really really enjoy it so yeah uh anyway uh <laughs> i think it's funny when i look at his profile on twitter i do get recommended 
Kendall's right at the top, which I understand why, but I'm just like, Kendall, you can't even leave him alone on Twitter. Come on. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Well, I think, you know, this, this was, this was fun. It was an interesting season. Maybe not yeah. as twisty turny as some other seasons, but it was pretty, it was delightful. It was nice to come back to the island after a couple years. It was good. It felt nice. Felt nice to be back in paradise. Yeah. Any, any closing thoughts? No, just I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited for Bachelorette to start up again and uh, also bring back Bachelor Winter Games. That's all I'm saying. Bring it yes. back. Yes. Bring back Winter Winter Games was so fun. You know, yeah. I'm actually excited because one of my other favorite shows, Summer House uh, on Bravo, is doing Winter House this year. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, cool, because I don't like waiting for Summer House every year. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Give me Winter House. Um, but the only bad thing is they like did like a crossover Southern Charm you know, summer house oh, thing. And I'm like, yeah. mm, no, I just want to watch people send it and drink lover boy <laughs> <laughs> and wear mullet wigs. So <laughs> simple, simple requests. I, that's, that's what I like anyway, everyone. Okay. So we'll see you in two weeks and hopefully in that time, all my grades will improve and um, I'll have some time to read bachelor nation, but I I'm excited to come back for the, October 19th premiere. So we get one week off. Of, what? I thought it was two. Is it one? It says October 19th when I went on the internet online. That's like almost two. That's like one and nine tenths. <laughs> I mean, it's it's you get a week off and then the next week it starts. That's, That's what true. I'm saying. Okay, I'm saying that makes sense. There's a week where we don't have to watch The Bachelor. <laughs> I'm going to have a very important semantic debate with you right now. <laughs> You know, I just wish you gave me bacon in the morning. That's just, is that too much to ask? I just want a plate of bacon. Uh, anyway, all right. Well, everybody, we'll talk to you in two weeks. And until then, take care of yourselves. Stay safe. Uh, do something spooky for yourself because tis the season. Maybe play a scary game or watch Squid Game if you haven't already because, oh, my God, it's all I'm thinking about. And don't do needle drugs. Squid Game. Squid Game. It's not the Hunger Games. It's the Squid Game. It's not Battle Royale. It's the Squid Game. Different people killing each other. Capitalism.